Hola, and welcome to the Beauteous Me podcast, a relatable and authentic space for all. Every week we hop on a roller coaster, share laughter and tears on topics we might be ashamed to discuss. We do this all while finding its inner beauty. My name is Jamili Whitfield, and the journey begins now. Hey, hey guys. Oh my God, it's been two weeks. I have not uploaded an episode and I sincerely, sincerely want to apologize to you guys. Sincerely apologize to my listeners. Um, If you follow me on Instagram at beauty underscore in underscore behavior, um, I posted that my mother-in-law had passed away and the week before she had passed away, you know, she was in hospice care and so you know, my attention was going towards being with family, spending that time with her, spending her moments, her last moments with her and just embracing her. So that was important to me. Um, and so I took a little bit of a pause from putting content out there because I, my energy just needed to just love on people a little bit more. And what is Beauty Is Me podcast? It's all about embracing the inner beauty and giving back to people and, you know, just being in a loving space. And so I hope you guys understand, but I'm back with another. Uh, This is episode nine, guys. So we've done one through eight. I posted some highlights from uh, Spotify that I just got, which I'm so happy. People from all over are listening to Beauteous Me podcast, and that is what's up. So today, 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 uh, we're going to get into what happened to you versus what's wrong with you. Yeah. What am I talking about? (laughs) We'll definitely get into the topic. Um, But I just want to do just a quick check-in and a pulse check-in. Episode eight, I posted about seasonal affective disorder. What zone are you in? And I'm still seeing some people posting that they're feeling a little bit blue um, and down, especially during the holiday season. And could you imagine what my family is feeling now? Of course, the blue zone. And being transparent, especially experiencing a death right after Thanksgiving and right before Christmas. So I am just taking this moment to lift everyone up in whatever it is that you're going through emotionally, spiritually, physically, that you can be covered and that you can be enlightened to feel that bright, shining light and whatever brings forth your power, brings forth your ego, Um, not the bad ego, (laughs) but brings forth that light for someone else. Just bring it upon and share it and go inside yourself and look within yourself to see what kind of strength you can build upon so that you can keep trekking because with the cold, the changes and everything going on, it's easy to fall into the negative pattern than to be positive. And if you got to let some people go during these next few weeks, because they're just bringing you down, putting so much pressure on you, then let it go. So with that said, um, and also just putting out there, I've been getting some really dope feedback on my social media, on Beauteous Me podcast. And so I'm so humbled. I'm so thankful, especially now after Thanksgiving. Um, it is an opportunity to be thankful and to put that out there that um, you guys are listening. And I hope you guys continue to share, subscribe, as I say in my intros and outros, um, and share with your people because the message is out there and I'm definitely working on my purpose-driven life. So let's jump right in. Today's topic will leave some of you with scrunched up heads, 
Or, you know, just a little frustrated if you see my forehead. I'm getting older, got the fine lines. You might have the fine lines. Um, but don't scratch up or tense up because, in fact, we need to be open and receptive to this topic. So how often in your childhood do you hear someone say, girl, what's wrong with you? Or boy, what's wrong with you? Did these same four words follow you into adulthood and in relationships or places of employment? Remember file systems, plugging that in. When we hear these words, ¿Y qué lo que le pasa? It sounds accusatory and deeply personal, right? Because it's the me. It's the person is as is coming. It feels like an attack. It's like, what is wrong with you? That you is really intense. So when your defenses rise up, you want to lash out. It's normal. So you, who, who, who gonna check me, boo? <laughs> Why wouldn't you? Now let's break these four words down. What is wrong with you? What is wrong with you is already hard to digest because too often we speak to ourselves this way. What's wrong with you? Why are you eating that? What's wrong with you? Why did you take that wrong turn? What's wrong with you? Why are you still dating that person? What's wrong with you? Why, why do you keep parenting this way? Or why do you keep putting up with this? What's wrong with you? Why do you stay in this place of employment that has you unhappy? What's wrong with you? What's wrong with you? What's wrong with you? What's wrong with you? The story that we tell ourselves. You paying attention to the themes that we're talking about here? Yes. So the Bible says, of course, in Proverbs 18, 21, death and life are in the power of the tongue and those who love it will eat its fruits. Pay attention to what people say and how that impacts others, right? So when my brother um, Richard had passed away, it was so devastating for my family and especially for me because I really did not receive any closure. Um, I felt like his death happened and we were kind of on bad terms. And so in doing my own healing work, I felt like I needed to find out more. What happened? What happened? What happened? Why? And so in going to the apartment, to my parents' house, um, and going through his stuff, I found a journal when he was in rehab. And one of the, in his journal, he said that he felt like he didn't belong. And it was interesting because in Spanish, um, when he was acting up, my parents would be like, ¿A quién fue que tú saliste? Who did you come out like? ¿Qué es lo que te pasa a ti? What's wrong with you? And so those words left lasting impact on him where he felt he did not belong. And that was the trajectory um, for his life and the decisions that he made um, and the paths that he chose because he felt he did not belong because something was wrong with him. And so if we would have twisted it and changed it and thought, well, what happened to Richard? Why did Richard do these things? Why was Richard in the street? So why was Richard doing these, these you know, in, engaged in these illicit substances, etc.? I think people's perceptions and thoughts and the way we would have treated him as siblings, as family members would have been different. And finding that journal, um, said a lot for me, um, and, and feeling even more compassion for him where it was just like, damn, you felt like you did not belong all these years. I was a little sister because people kept asking what's wrong with you. 
So we have to think wisely as to what we say even to our kids. Yo, what's wrong with you? Yo, what's wrong with you? Yo, what's wrong with you? Those words mean a whole lot. When that foul system arises, when you hear criticisms due to hearing what's wrong with you, your body is unsettled. Everything is unsettled in your brain. You start telling yourselves these negative stories about how what you can and cannot do or if you fit in. Like, did Richard fit in? He didn't feel like he fit in. That was impacting because um, as a sister, a part of me probably didn't let him feel like he fit in because I criticized him for his actions and his behaviors. And it was more of like, this is an embarrassment to the family. How dare you, et cetera, et cetera. Without understanding the turmoil that he was going through. And I want you to think about maybe some family members, maybe some friends that you have um, or people that have come across in your life, even in your place of employment who quote unquote, behave badly, if you will. And we, we sit there and we keep thinking, yo, what's wrong with you? What about saying what happened to you? Something might've happened. You know, I, I shared a part of my trauma and in school, in middle school, when I remember I, I had gone through my sexual abuse trauma, no one checked in to ask what happened to me. It was more, what's wrong with you? Why are you failing in school? Why are you not paying attention? Why are you not up to date with your hygiene? No one stopped to ask and say, what happened to you? We have to get out of the mindset in that we always think, especially in families, that because you came out as like maybe the good child, especially in sibling groups, that everyone else's experience in that family is the same. And it's not every single sibling. And you will see, and I come from a big sibling group. (laughs) I'm the only girl and I got five brothers, but every single sibling has experienced their own journey and has passed through their own traumas that perhaps culturally we could not share and open up and say anything. Why? Because what have we, what have parents said? Que lo que te pasa a ti? ¿A quién fue que tú saliste? Who did you come out like? What's wrong with you? What if we were to practice compassion and think, man, what happened to this person to make them this way? I really want to challenge you guys, especially this week, that you take some time. And if someone is triggering you and someone that you surround yourself with or a family member, especially coming into gatherings, Think about what happened to you. I think about my grandmother who left this earth in February. And um, whenever you would hug grandma, grandma would be tense, tense. When I tell you tense, grandma's hugs weren't, you know, it's not that she wasn't loving. She was loving with her words, but try to touch her. That lady was tense as never before. And of course, entering into the social work field and learning so much about trauma and healing trauma, I used to think, wow, what happened to my grandmother when she was 10, 11, 12 and had to work in the farm fields? What happened to her? I think about a lot of the family members and when we think of ancestral or, and you know, ancestor, what's that called? Generational curses or whatever, um, We think about what's happened in the family. What's wrong with you versus what happened? 
it's not criticizing people. We have to get out of that mindset in really talking badly about another person because you don't know what that other person is going through that journey. So just because their Facebook post shows that they got the latest and the greatest, they're cute, they man is cute and all this extra stuff. No, behind that screen, when that app is closed, you do not know what is going on with that person. We have to take a step back. Whatever feelings are arisen (laughs) in you by another person that you encounter, say a prayer for them, meditate for them, whatever it is that you're into, um, spiritually align yourself or connect yourself or, um, as one of my friends said, shield yourself. Um, obviously because there is a lot of just negativity out there, but think what happened to that person? Why are they that way instead of what's wrong with that person? And so I leave you with that today. I didn't want to get that heavy, even though I shared some heavy stuff, because I feel like this is an episode for you to take a step back and contemplate and really think of the times that you have criticized your own kids, because I'm guilty, mama guilt, (laughs) you know, or even your spouse, whoever you're encountering, like, yo, what's wrong with you? We got to get out of that mindset. We have to think about those two words. And if you really want to spin it, and if we have any clinicians listening out there, it's a trauma lens. How do we, how do we view things with a trauma focused lens? It's the, what happened to you and not what's wrong with you. You will do better. You will feel better and you will show up better into this world and be a better person for other people. When you just shift your thoughts and you just shift what you say. So with that said, have a blessed, blessed, blessed week, folks. And I'm going to leave you with something that Carl Jung said. Our job is not to light the stage, but to move the darkness around it. We are to illuminate and accent that which we intend for the audience to notice and feel. We evoke the emotion of the observer with the light of color. Now I mixed two up together. So the first part was Carl Jung and the other ending part was Dr. Albert Welberg. So I hope that we can get in touch with our inner light and help others and be a a better person and show up in this world as a better person. Beauteous me, guys. Get ready for episode 10. Um... Say a prayer for my family as we are going through this morning period. And I'm shedding love and light to you guys still. And I love you. Thanks for listening to the Beauteous Me podcast. Please be sure to download new episodes every week. And send us your girl, what were you thinking or asking for friend stories to info at IamBeauteousMe.com. All entries remain anonymous. Also, don't, 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 don't forget to rate, review, and hit the subscribe button now.